Herald and News. Herald and News, your news now. Herald and News. Empowering the community. Basin Views. Herald and News, your news now. Klamath Falls, Oregon. Herald and News. Podcast. Empowering the community and serving the Klamath Basin. This is the Herald and News Basin Views Podcast. Greetings and welcome to Basin Views, a Herald and News podcast featuring interviews with local experts discussing issues important to the Klamath Basin. I'm Kurt Lidke with the Herald and News. Now, with every edition, we have special guests, but we may never get someone more famous than our guest today. Whether you personally celebrate Christmas or not, this gentleman is absolutely inescapable this time of year. Here to tell us all about the Klamath Falls Snowflake Festival celebrations and everything happening across the Klamath Basin, none other than Santa Claus is joining us. Santa, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm, uh, of course, uh, in my flight, uh, looking things over and making sure that everything's intact and uh, Klamath Falls is ready to arrive. Well, normally I start these off with asking people to give us some of their background to uh, let us know a little bit more about them, but I'm not sure if that's actually necessary with you. You may, in fact, be the most single famous person on the planet. Well, Santa Claus has been coming here a long, long time, and there's an exceptional bunch of kids in Glamour Falls. Well, we are now getting into the Christmas season and the holiday season. And, uh, you know, Christmas is on everyone's minds, whether it's shopping or anticipation or all of the community celebrations. Klamath County has a rather unique celebration in the Snowflake Festival. This year it takes place from December 1st through the 16th with a wide variety of events that we're going to get into in detail. Um, But I'm curious kind of how the Snowflake Festival all got started and came about. And I know you've been involved with it for many, many years. So could you give us the backstory, please? Well, the original Snowflake started, and I believe it's pretty close to 34 years ago. And uh, it was originated out of the Parks and Recreation Department and went through Howard. Uh, he was one of the directors. And and, uh, and then, of course, Ken Hay, which was involved with it for years. And, and then it uh, went from the Parks and Recreation for several years into the city of Klamath Falls. And the city of Klamath Falls uh, run it for uh, three, four, five years ago. It was uh, turned over to a volunteer, co- volunteer committee. And the committee now is... Uh, running it for the snowflake and and there's a tremendous amount of uh, support from this committee and the committee is getting smaller so uh, later on we'll be talking a little bit maybe about that that there could be some volunteers that would like to sit in and help Santa out and uh, help the secretary and treasurers and and develop a new relationship uh, with the snowflake for coming years. Well, and it does take everyone's participation. Santa can't do it all on his own, even though uh, you are very active during the Snowflake Festival in the lead-up. It seems like you show up all over town around Klamath Falls on on a daily basis. But it it takes, you know, parents and families and dedicated members of the community um, participating to make all of these things come together. They don't just happen. It takes a lot of behind-the-scenes work, right? That's what it takes, yep. So can you tell us a little bit about the committee behind the Snowflake Festival, the folks that are involved that coordinate this event, and just how long it takes to put some of the Snowflake Festival together? How far in advance do you start working on it? Well, we got a, kind of a late start this year because of some of the holidays, but it takes about four months. We do work on it just about year-round, but basically we start in September, and we start putting things together soliciting our sponsors and working on the parade and 
and working on the events for Santa. And uh, like I say, this this community is far beyond. Uh, it's the expectations that are out there is so great for the for the kids of Klamath Falls. Well, and as the Snowflake Festival begins, there's been a tradition at least the last few years that Santa arrives not uh, via sleigh but via helicopter at Kiger Stadium, which is, is makes for an interesting scene to officially kick off the holiday season here. It's going to be a little bit different this year. Can you uh, tell us what is happening instead of the uh, somewhat traditional uh, Santa helicopter ride? Right. Santa Claus has been coming six years with MedLife, and it's been very a very good uh, situation with both. But, but uh, we decided to change it just a little bit this year because of uh, not so much tradition, but uh, this year Santa's going to be uh, coming uh, down 6th Street, uh, uh, turning on Avalon Street, and going to Coastal for a Christmas wonderland at Coastal. So kind of Santa Claus uh, opening for Santa Claus will be 9 o'clock, at Coastal from 9 to 11. And uh, from there, we'll go to the bazaar at the fairgrounds from 1 to 3. And it seems like just about every day there are opportunities for kids around Klamath Falls to interact with Santa Claus over the course of the Snowflake Festival. There's all sorts of different events. There's some really interesting ones. Uh, you can go bowling with Santa Claus. Um, what, what, what are some of the, the other things that, that Santa gets to do over the course of uh, of the Snowflake Festival. Well, the other thing that we got is Toys and Tots, and it's going to be at, at Elmer's uh, 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 restaurant, and it's going to be on December 8th, and it's going to be from 8 to 9.30, and um, it'll be a great time, and it's Toys for Tots, which is great. The other one that uh, is very uh, big and, and is the Shop with the Cop. We spend uh, at Field House at Steens Park. And we spend three hours up there with the kids uh, selected by the committee uh, who uh, gets to shop at the cops. And it is so enlightening, I tell you. There is some cherishable kids there. There's all kinds of different events that are all sort of thrown together uh, under the veil of the uh, Snowflake Festival. Uh, some are various businesses being involved. Some are contests, like there's a gingerbread house competition that some people take very seriously. And there's some pretty incredible houses that show up e each year. Um, there's the Snowflake Mile Run that precedes the parade. Of course, everyone knows the Snowflake Parade that happens this year on December 6th. Uh, down Main Street at 7 p.m. So uh, bring some warm clothes. I have a feeling just like it is every year, it's going to be pretty chilly, but uh, always a great time for that. Do you have a personal favorite aspect of the Snowflake Festival or, or something that, that you perhaps enjoy a tad more than, than other things? Well, everything for 15 days is based around Santa, but Santa is a very important thing to a lot of kids. Uh, you can't. You just can't believe how kids come alive. Uh, they're really, really serious about Santa Claus. Uh, it's probably the largest uh, event that I've ever seen in Klamath Falls, and Santa will be in a sleigh again this year. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a little snow that actually dresses up the situation and makes things look more like Christmas. But it's a it's a fantastic time. Uh, the businesses in Klamath Falls do a tremendous job in supporting us. 
Well, and you also get a couple of assistants to aid you throughout Snowflake Festival. They were actually just crowned this past weekend uh, with the Miss City of Sunshine Outstanding Teen and Miss Klamath County Outstanding Teen. This year it's going to be Caitlin Brightman and a familiar face, Katie Eskildson, who is previously served in the role, I think, before she was Miss Klamath County, and this year she's going to be uh, Miss City of Sunshine. So uh, how, how do those uh, ladies assist you over the course of Snowflake Festival? Oh, they're tremendous. They're just, they're un- unbelievable. They, they do, do a, such a ter- tremendous job helping Santa. The biggest highlight for them, for me, is down at the Christmas tree lighting. They greet and, and meet with every kid that came comes to the tree lighting uh, they give them candy canes, direct them to Santa Claus, and, and, and kind of patrol and keep them in touch or keep them in line so that Santa Claus doesn't get overwhelmed. But the girls just do a tremendous job. And, and they're with me several times during the year. It's, it's not just once. It's I think I have them about seven times or eight times this year. And so they just do a tremendous job. I'm anxious to meet the new girls. Uh, it's always been interesting to have... Girls of this talent is unbelievable. The parade is, I think personally, the highlight of the Snowflake Festival. I think it's the thing that uh, certainly has the, the largest crowd and that people look forward to the most because it, it's a celebration of the entire community. It, it's, it's not just Christmas. It's, you see all the service organizations and various businesses and uh, military comes out. And, and it's just it's a great time for everybody involved. But I know there's a lot of work that goes into creating that parade. So can you give us some details about uh, this year's parade? Well, we don't have a total number of the of the uh, entries right now, but I can tell you, last year we had over 120 entries. Now that's a tremendous parade. Uh, we do have a lot this year. Uh, we're trying to reorganize it a little bit better so that the odds are on one side, the evens are on the other, so that we can move through, get started. It always is uh, a little concerning about getting everything going, getting everything getting down the street. It's, um, but it's a, it's, it's truly a, and we have a lot of clubs that step up and do a tremendous job for us and getting people lined up, keeping people, people moving in. And, you know, it's definitely a community-oriented parade, and it is all based around the people that come out and help. It takes a lot of coordination, of course, but uh, there's always X factors that get thrown in. I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago. One of the runners that was involved in the Snowflake Mile that always occurs right before the parade uh, pointed out to organizers that there was a manhole cover missing on Main Street, and it delayed the parade for a good half hour while they looked for a replacement manhole because no one wanted to see you know, a marching band member suddenly fall into the sewer or anything like that. Yes, that did delay the parade. It surely did, and it created a lot of... Uh, I wouldn't say emotion, but couldn't figure out why the parade was taking so long to get started. But the police did an excellent job, and the public, uh, you know, the employees of the city jumped right on it, found another one, got it back up there, and got things going. I think it's hard out there for a Santa this time of year because uh, there's all sorts of planning and special events and and, uh, appearances. There's a whole lot of kids that want to meet you. Um, What is the toughest part of the job as being Santa Claus? Well, I'm telling you, the kids are so sincere about meeting Santa, but uh, I don't guess there's any hard thing about being Santa. You've just got to be very cordial, very understanding, 
and you've got to have the time to listen to them because uh, they'll talk forever to you. If, uh, if you've got time to listen, they'll be there forever. But it's a very heartwarming experience for me and my family. Any uh, individuals stand out over the many years that you've been involved with this of funny moments or weird moments? I My brother will never let me forget when I was a very young kid and I got scared to death of uh, a uh, a person in a woodsy owl mascot costume. <laughs> I was absolutely terrified. Do you ever have, have kids screaming in, in terror, afraid to meet Santa or someone uh, that said something really funny that still stands out to you to this day? Oh, you always have either the girls or the boys. It seemed to be last year that the boys were more standoffish than the girls was. Uh, but I try to, and you know, to assure mom and daddy, don't force them on Santa. <laughs> because everybody works 11 months a year to keep the kids away from people that are strange or different than... Uh, uh, than usual, and Santa with his beard and Santa with that big uh, uh, uniform that he's in is is a challenge to a lot of kids. And so, I try to make it as easy going and as and as soft as I can to assure the kids that they're in a good place. Um, but I keep, you know, I like I say, I keep stressing to the parents, don't push it. They'll get used to Santa, and they will come around as they get a little older. The Snowflake Festival is somewhat unique for the state of Oregon. Now, every community has, or at least most communities, have a Christmas celebration of some kind, uh, whether it's a parade or a tree lighting or maybe a choir concert. There's always something that seems to be going on in every community surrounding Christmas. But the Snowflake Festival, just in terms of sheer scale, and longevity is somewhat unique. It's two whole weeks, and just about every day there's something going on. The parade is massive. Some of these events get huge turnout. What is it about the Snowflake Festival that makes it different from other community celebrations? Well, I truly think it's the support of the community. It's uh, it, it, with our sponsors and, and our people that uh, partake of the Snowflake and the city downtown, you know, city... Uh, uh, Owners and, and operators downtown, they open their doors to uh, us, and it's it it actually is an um, I, I guess I'd say it's probably an opportunity to meet and address the wonderful people at Klamath Falls. Uh, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that work very hard to make the Snowflake Festival happen. It's not just yourself that, that makes it all, all come together. Are there uh, some specific individuals that you want to note? And also, how can people get involved? Maybe, you know, at this point, we're getting so close to it that most of the planning is done. But perhaps next year and years down the line, we need people involved in this to continue to make it happen, right? Yeah, Terry is, of course, with the parade, and Shirley is with the uh, the secretary and Ter- and Kelly is worth P the probate relations. Um, I of course change clothes at that time, and become a a member of the committee. But uh, yeah, next year uh, any one of the phone numbers that's on our sponsor list, or there is some numbers on our rosters that uh, you can get a hold of, and any one of those people. We'll take your name and address and phone number. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that we really do need help for next year. It's, uh, 
it's becoming a very lot, a very large uh, festival. And with that scale comes more and more work. I, I know a lot of the people involved are very passionate about it, but they're also getting up there in years. So there needs to be new people involved in it. Uh, you know, everyone loves to go to the parade and participate in it, but in order to sustain this long term, there needs to be more people proactively involved in the planning of it, correct? Ten for it, yes, it is. It's just, uh, like I say, once you get in touch or involved, You'll never leave us. It's so, so enlightening to the kids. And there's also volunteer opportunities for some of the various events that happen. Uh, Some of the businesses, you know, they recruit their employees, but then there's also people that are just needed for one-off things and and whatnot. I'm assuming that any person who volunteers to help with the Snowflake Parade automatically gets on the nice list? Gets on the nice list. Yes, he does. Yeah. He or she. Yeah. Um, Of course, uh, it's, you know, it's um, most generally, it seems to be the seniors that are stepping up and, and helping us out because they are the ones that have the most time to spend. Uh, because it's one thing we don't want to do is we don't want to take somebody that's spending time with their family and their children and, you know, coming out and work when they should be enjoying the parade with their kids too, so... Uh, there is one thing, that, and maybe this will automatically put me on the naughty list. I, I don't know, but I assume I'm there already. Uh, <laughs> I have one slight issue with the Christmas season, and it's not a problem with you. It's it's a problem with the way that things have been kind of commercialized and, and, and how Christmas has become such an integral part of um, our economy <laughs> as a whole. And as a result, we see advertising now that starts to show up for Christmas ads getting pushed earlier and earlier in the year. Uh, Christmas is supposed to come at the very end of the year, December 25th, and yet I start seeing ads sometime occasionally in September, in early October. Um, does Santa think that maybe we should do it one holiday a- at a time? I know there's preparations that begin well, well in advance, but uh, do you think that uh, maybe Halloween and Thanksgiving should get their fair share before we start seeing a lot of Christmas stuff? I agree with you wholeheartedly. Of course, everybody knows that dollars are, are a big part of holidays, and it don't seem to make a difference whether it's Halloween or Easter or, or Christmas. or What it is is that it's always been pushed. The thing is, it isn't about the money you make. It's about the time you spend, share with your family. Well, Santa Claus, I know you have a very busy schedule ahead, and the Snowflake Festival is nearly upon us December 1st through December 16th with all kinds of events happening all over the Klamath Basin. So be sure to participate, whether it's just the parade or the many opportunities to spend some time with Santa Claus. Do you have any final thoughts about uh, the importance of Christmas and the Snowflake Festival? Well, yeah, one thing is that uh, the theme for our, our, our Snowflake this year is or in the eyes of a child. And there's nothing more greater than a baby or a child that's to enjoy Christmas. Well, and we can't let you go without an official ho-ho-ho being thrown into the podcast as well. Ho-ho-ho-ho! Santa has arrived! 
And you can meet Santa in person starting on December 1st at Coastal uh, from 9 to 11 a.m., followed by a whole series of events associated with the Snowflake Festival, including the annual Snowflake Parade on December 6th at 7 p.m. down Main Street. Santa Claus, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today. Thank you so very much. (laughs) 